Amen. If you got your Bibles, Revelation, the third chapter, and it's not an end time message. Amen. A lot of time when you say Revelations, everybody kind of, hallelujah. Some gets excited. Some says, oh, no. But anyway, Revelations 3, 7, and 8, uh, two verses there. And this is what I really want to focus on, amen, because I really believe that we're facing something today, amen, regardless of where, how big it is and how small or whatever, it's different opinions all across the board. And I'm not even here, it's not a political thing to me, but amen, but I, I think, you know, we'd have to realize it is affecting us. You know, we can't say it's not, and if it's not in one way, it's going to in another as it continues on, and so we have to take all this in consideration. And so here this morning, uh, I want to bring it to our attention that we're serving one that can do something about it and it's individuals and churches and folks like you and I that if we'll humble ourselves and give ourselves can make all the difference amen in this situation regardless of how far we're going to wind up in if it's 18 months two weeks whatever we, we, we you and I are going to make a, a, a difference that's how the Trump's going to sound by the way and uh, we're going to be gone praise God <laughs> just like that so I want to be ready how about you amen times like this when he you know don't expect him to come that's when he's going to come here when you least expect it so the lord we want to be ready to meet him but anyway let me read the word revelations 3 7 and 8 and to the angel of the church of philadelphia write these things saith he that is holy that is true he that hath the key of david he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth i know thy works behold i have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it for thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Boy, there's some pretty powerful statements in those two verses. You and I, as we believe in the name of Jesus, some calls us, calls us Jesus only. Of course, there's no other Savior. There's no other name been given under heaven whereby we must be saved. So I don't know what other name they're going to call on. And it's times like this, amen, that, uh, that the power and the manifestation of the name of Jesus can be manifested across, amen, across our world today. But I, I've been informed, and I can't remember the exact n number, but I know I think it's about 195 countries and and 100 and how many 100 and 192 countries that have been affected by this so so it's not a small thing it's a great thing but what an opportunity amen for you and I as born-again Christians to stand up to the plate to stand in the gap and put our confidence and as we just sung the song put our trust in God amen that he's going to see us through this and uh, I mentioned to some and I'm not making like when I make this statement you know if I'm going to get it I just assume get it at the house of God worshiping him and if I die of this you know I couldn't have a better testimony to tell the Lord when I get there well Lord I got it at the house of God amen I got it worship when I was worshiping you that's a lot better than telling him I got it at Walmart it's a lot better than telling him amen I got it at some some other place amen so I couldn't think of a better place and I don't believe nobody's going to get it by cutting as we have here this morning don't think that by any means whatsoever we got the blood's going to work for us we got the name it's going to work for us and it's not a show amen we're just out of honesty and sincerity and I believe the Lord's going to help us amen to accomplish that so won't you help me pray? God would anoint his word, anoint the vessel here this morning. Amen. I want, I want you to leave here with a word in your heart and your spirit and your mind. We're hearing so much negative and hearing so many different things and people squabbling over things. But you know what? They, we can all leave here blessed here today. Renewed and regenerated and refreshed by the hand of the Lord and by the word of God that will help us face the hour and the situations that we're facing today. Lord, we love you. Appreciate you. We're so thankful for this opportunity together here. And as we have gathered in the name 
name of the Lord Jesus Christ, under the divine hand and power of the Holy Ghost, as your hand would move upon this service and move upon each soul and every individual. No one would be exempt. Possibly there's others, God, outside this circle here. Amen. But it's hearing. They could hear the word of God. They could feel the touch of the Lord. They could feel the sure hand of the Master, the Creator Himself, working on our behalf and helping us, God, in the hour and the time. Help us with your word. Anoint my mind. Loose my tongue. Help us do a good job to feed the lambs, to feed the sheep, that they can receive the nourishment in their hearts and souls and minds and spirits today that would make us the overcomers. You taught us in your word that we made overcomers by the word of our testimony and were begotten by the word of God. These are two powerful statements in the word and we're leaning on them and putting our trust in them. And God, as we come under the power and the influence of the Holy Ghost here today and anoint us, we give all the glory and praise and honor unto you today in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. How is the sound? Is it decent? Is it, you know, is it too much delay and whatever? Are we doing good? Good, good, good. Thank God for that. Again, let me thank Brother Nathan and all the others come a little early to help us get this set up. How you like my bull pulpit? Everybody, nobody dreamed we'd have to, have to use this thing, did they? Praise God. God brought this back to my attention. I got here this morning. So I just went and drug, got it out of that old snake-infested, spider-infested, amen, place and got a broom out here and cleaned it up a little bit. I didn't know how to act, but if a spider come crawling across the Bible, but I, I think I got him off of it. But anyway, praise God. Hey, I'm excited. I'll be honest with you. I got excited yesterday evening. We was playing the music here, and I just kind of got excited. Hey, there wasn't nobody else here, but me and Brother Nathan at the time, and, and uh, so I got excited about that, and some gathered over here. So, you know, I'm excited. I really am. You know, you can't box up God. You can't stop God. You can't stop the hand of God. And, and, and again, I'm not making those statements like somebody's trying to do that, except the devil. <laughs> the devil is, but he's been trying to do it a long time. It looks like he'd learn after a while. I mean, he's been failing for about 6,000 years and, you know, even prior before that. But, uh, and it's not going to be any different here. <laughs> I said it's not going to be any different here. Amen. So when you look at this particular scripture here, we're going to see some things. And you can be seated. You can get in your cards. You can do whatever you want to. I know we're not in the church. I normally tell everybody you can be seated by now. But uh, praise God. So you, you do what you feel comfortable doing. And uh, if you can't see good, you want to get out and get in the back of your truck. If you want to, you know, uh, I started to mention some of you. And we may try to park a little further apart next time. Get a little more room for a little more shouting room. If you want to bring a chair from the house and sit, you know, outside the automobile. Uh, we're going to continue this unless somebody, you know, some reason we just cannot and hopefully the weather work out and at least uh, uh, every every Sunday morning that we can gather uh, if it may work a little better we may even ponder starting an hour earlier uh, that's again I didn't want to do the first Sunday like that at least it was the only normal thing we had done we started at 10 <laughs> but outside of that nothing else is normal but uh, thank God that we're here and uh, but appreciate all that's here and come part thank God for the singers and musicians and all them and they can sit inside and just don't go to sleep <laughs> Praise God. But they're, they're in there. Thank God. Hallelujah. We didn't let them cut the air on. So don't think they're sitting in the air conditioner. We, we didn't let them cut the air on. Praise God. So I told them we're in this together. We're all together. Hey, man, we're all going to swim together. We're all going to drown together. No, we're going we're gonna to survive together, aren't we? Praise God. Man, I'll tell you, God's good. This particular scripture, the next time you, the first time you really read about this, you have to go back to Isaiah, the 22nd chapter. And there, you're going to notice it's a time. It's a time, especially, it's very important for Israel and for Judah. And Isaiah, I know we went through Isaiah the last few years, but when you go back to that 22nd chapter, you're going to notice that the, the, 
it actually starts about the 20th verse, but let me back up in that particular chapter for just a little bit and lay a little foundation, amen, because in that same chapter from verses 8 to 11, uh, Isaiah had brought it to their attention how they had not looked unto the, their maker. They had not taken the time, even though God had blessed and moved upon them, tried to bring them to that area. They had failed to look unto the creator, their makers, how the Bible actually put it in this particular scripture. And, and then in, from verses 12 and 14, there was a call to repentance. And instead of them doing that, the, those verses tells us that they begin to eat and, and join together and come to the conclusion that we'll die tomorrow. So we're just going to make the best of today. And so they, they drank their wine, they ate, they just indulged themselves in flesh and things of this nature. And then the latter part of that chapter, as it goes on through, it talks about the Shemna, which was the palace administrator, and he had had them to fashion and form him a tomb. But but God had done done prophesied to them that they weren't going to stay, that they was going to Babylon, they was going into captivity. And so, sure enough, Isaiah brings this as attention. So this brings me to the scriptures that ties into Revelation 3, 7, and 8. I'm going to try my best to do a little tying in here. Amen to help make a little sense of some of this. And so from Isaiah 22, 20, and 25, you begin to read about the servant Elikam, the son of Kilkiah. Amen. And how God began to prophesy and replace Shemni. He replaces him with this, with this servant here. And this is what it says about him. He says, I will clothe him with, the, with thy robe, strengthen him with thy girdle. I will commit thy government into his hand. He shall be a father, catch that one, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder, so he shall open and none shall shut, and he shall shut and none shall open. I will fasten him as a nail in a sure place. Now I'm not going to read the rest of that because when you talk about this nail, and we know this is prophesying and talking about the Messiah, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But here he talks about him being a man, one that's going to have the key of David, and we know that he's going to be likened unto a sure nail that's placed in a place that burdens and, and, and things can be hung upon. That's what it's talking about. Thank God we got a Savior called Jesus Christ that our sins and unrighteousness be hung upon Him. He come and paid a price that set you and I free of a debt that you and I couldn't pay. But Jesus Christ paid it in full. But not only did He purchase salvation for us, but with the 39 stripes that was laid upon His back, He purchased healing for us. And so there is such a, a package deal when you really begin to talk about the Lord. You talk about living for God. Amen. And calling on Him. And I tell you, I've noticed in the last few weeks, and it's just really been on me the last few months, and you've heard me, church, make mention of this, about the importance of calling on Him. Calling on Jesus. I know the religious world has abused that, and so we have a tendency to, to back off from it, but we're not anymore. Amen. We're going to call on Him. We're going to call on Him with earnestness and with sincerity, because we know there is a God that can help us. And what's this. Nothing's too small or too great for this God to minister and to work on our behalves. And so, you know, if he'll deal with the small things, he'll deal with the big stuff. Amen. If he's big enough, amen, I'm telling you, there's nothing, nothing, nothing has caught God unprepared or unready. Amen. Today is what you and I are facing. So I want to just kind of lay down some things here. 
Help us really begin to understand. You can go now to Matthew, the 16th chapter. and This is unto Peter. Because here's where some things is going to be very important for you and I. It's how, do we know him? You know, do we have confidence and trust in him? So the question came to even the apostle Peter in Matthew 16 and 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? <laughs> You know, he's wanting, what's everybody else's opinions? What's, what's, what they thinking? And, you know, all of them couldn't agree on who he was and, and things of that nature because the scripture goes on to say, and they said unto him, the disciples responded to him, some say that there are John the Baptist, some Elias, and others, Jeremiah, are one of the prophets. And then he saith unto them, and I, I believe he probably bared down on them. He probably began to look at them eyeball to eyeball and maybe even slowed down and just really got their attention here because this is what's really important. And in this time, amen, it's important to the church to know him for ourselves and have trust and confidence that this God's going to work for us and, and help us in this situation. So he saith unto them, but whom say ye? that I am. Amen. And this is where the apostle Peter, Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Thank God for the revelations that we've attained and received. The apostle Paul, amen, the reason he became the apostle unto the Gentiles. We're going to mention him in just a few minutes and the things that he, he's let us know as Gentile people. Amen. The revelation how much he received by revelations and insight that God gave him in that three years that he spent to God to, before he ever went to a man, before he ever went to anybody in the flesh and overseers. He spent three years, amen, with God and let the Holy Ghost speak to him and, and revelations and he had visitations, amen. He took visitations. I'm talking about sometimes he didn't know if he was in the body or outside the body, but he attained revelations and insight about God, the plan of God, the way God wanted to work things, amen especially for the church, for the Gentile people. Amen. And I'll tell you, we're still there. I'm glad to be a part of the church today. How about you? I'm glad to be a part of the number that believes in Jesus Christ and the power that's invested in the name of Jesus Christ. Because if you don't really believe that, then you're still in your sins. Hallelujah. Because the only way the Scripture taught us to get washed in our sins is be baptized in the lovely name of Jesus Christ. And if you've done that, by faith, you got a taste of the power. Amen. Of the deliverance of what happened in your life when you was burdened down and shackled down by sin and darkness and groped in darkness and walked in the powers of this world but thank God as we was we was baptized in that name and come up in newness of life a power a kingdom amen it's only the down payment too I, I told somebody here yesterday I told him what we was going to be doing here and invited him amen and you know he couldn't quite understand all of that but anyway I, I told him about this a deposit amen the spirit of God is a deposit hallelujah that God's made in us by the Holy Ghost so we got a taste we got an ideal as one God believing people and what God can do for us in this kind of situation. I'm going to tell you something ladies and gentlemen. It don't take all the world. All the world don't have to believe this. It's where two or three agree together. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. We're going to get a little understanding of the power of prayer. We're going to get a little understanding of what we're doing in our tents. We're going to get a little understanding, amen, the difference that you and I can make. We may not congregate and lay hands on one another. Amen, that the setting here. But I tell you what, you can't stop the power of God and you can't stop the power of faith and you can't stop what can happen, amen, in this parking lot. 
and what you take home, amen, to your own tent and the prayers and supplications that are made that affect our whole world. It's not just about the United States now. It's about the whole world. I'm telling you, it's an opportunity for the church to shine like never before. It's an opportunity for the power of the authority that's invested in the name of Jesus. They could call on, and I'm going to just be blunt. They call on all the Buddhas and all the others they want to, but none of them ever conquered death. None of them, amen. But I'm telling you, we got one, amen, that can close the doors to this mess. Praise God. Praise God. And so we know that the keys, keys are important. We got doors are locked. Amen. That needs to be opened. Some doors that need to be closed. You know, I mean, he's got doors you close them, but if you don't lock them, somebody busts us in anyway. Amen. You got to lock them up, don't you? Hallelujah. So, so that's what we're talking about. There's been a door opened. There's been a door opened. Now, we, we can blame whoever, whatever. But you know what? I believe God's allowed it for a reason. For a purpose. And it's up to you and I as individuals of what's going to be the outcome of this. <laughs> I believe it's going to be an opportunity for you and I, amen, as, as God-fearing, God-believing people, amen, to, to, to demonstrate what God can do in circumstances and situations like this. Moving on our behalf, even if the devil, amen, intended. Now watch this. I mentioned this uh, when we was getting ready for service. Amen. The church was persecuted in Jerusalem. The devil was doing his best to stop the church, wasn't he? Amen. Going to persecute the church, cause havoc with the church. But what happened to the church? The church got out of Jerusalem. Well, they were supposed to do that to start with. And so, you know what? The devil intended, amen, to stop. And amen, he actually, amen, by his persecution, God used it to be caused revivals again to break out unto the Samaritans. Amen. And right on down to the Gentiles in the 10th chapter of the book of Acts. And so this right here, you know what this here can do? It can get us out of our buildings, into the highways and the byways. Hallelujah. That other people can hear it that's never heard it. Can see it, amen, and see the power of it that's never experienced it. I tell you, God's tired of being in the box. And tired God's tired of being restrained. We're God-fearing, God-believing people, and that's the way we need to act. And I'm going to tell you what, this shouldn't change us as we walk by faith and the anointing the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ is the ruler of all, all things. The devil can only do what God allows him to do. This would have never happened if the God of the universe had not allowed it to happen. And you know what? I got my mind made up, God. If you allowed it, you got a purpose in it. You got a reason in it. And it's fearing you and your word and your promises. That's what we're going to be after. We're not going to be in the mully grubs. We're not going to be down and out, depressed. Hallelujah. We're going to deal with the, with the uncomfortable part. Amen. But God, we're going to come out on the other side. Hallelujah. Better than we ever been. Unified more than we ever been unified. Loving God, loving our neighbors, our friends. Did you know there's a good possibility there's some neighbors that didn't even know one another? But this right here is going to cause them to start, hey, what about my neighbor? Huh. I wonder how they're doing. I wonder how things is going. It's a good opportunity, folks. It's God moves. So let me get back to that scripture. I said I was going to keep the land, but I'm not going to look at that. If you get too hot, get tired, you can leave. <laughs> you know, don't, don't take that wrong, but uh, I know some informed me said, I'm not, I'm not going to be late. What do you mean not going to be late? I'm not going to try driving in. Morning. Everybody can see me driving in. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, but I'm not taking take advantage of nobody. Please don't think that. But on the other hand, folks, I'm telling you, God's working for us. God's working. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so you just bear with me a few minutes here. So with Peter, we know this. We know that he, he began to respond unto Peter. He said, flesh and blood didn't reveal this unto you, that my Father which is in heaven, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I don't believe God changed his mind about that. 
<laughs> I don't think God just give up. I don't think He's thrown in the towel. Hallelujah. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. The church is going to be victorious. The church is going to overcome. I will give unto thee what? The keys of the kingdom of heaven. The keys. Keys is used, amen, to unlock doors to get us from one place to the next. Hallelujah. So we know these keys is what? Repentance, baptism, in Jesus' name, the infant with the Holy Ghost. That was the main theme of the message in Acts I mean, to the Jews. Amen. The first message preached in the New Testament church. Hallelujah. So we know these keys. Hallelujah. It's what it takes. Amen. But watch what else he says. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So that lets us know there is some power and some authority with the church upon this earth. We have the power and the authority. Amen. To bind some things. Hallelujah. I'm glad I know one by his name this morning. Hallelujah. Can put a stop to this. Hallelujah. I know people doing everything they can possibly do. I told somebody else this week, amen, I said, you know what? God's already got a remedy, amen. I mean, I know he can miraculously just stop it and he can miraculously put a halt to it, but you know what? God already knows a vaccine that'll stop it. He knows. He knows the right, right remedy, amen, to put together. And it depends on the individual just how hungry they are and how willing they are to keep digging and looking, amen, and searching, finding. Did you know, amen, before man ever come up with building stuff like this, God already knew what it was going to take. God already knew what would happen, how this would happen. He's God. He's all knowledgeable. He knows everything. So he knows. He knows the ending from the beginning. Hallelujah. So God knew that we'd be here today. God knew that we'd be sitting in these automobiles here today before we ever got here. Hallelujah. And you know what? The already had the table spread and the enemy can't do nothing can't do nothing about it he's already got the table spread and you know what you know we should, man started this drive by you know we all say we're never going to have a drive by well we got them now don't we we got a drive by service but you're not getting your you know it's ain't not going to be no you know this fast food stuff <laughs> Hallelujah. We didn't come, amen. Just, 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 no, we come to have some church. We come to have the Holy Ghost. Anybody seen the little, little things they're putting out? My son sent me one yesterday even. Said when there's an outbreak at the Pentecostal church in parking lot, and it showed, amen, this car's cutting donuts. <laughs> Woo! I text back to him. I said, well, when about 30 of them do it all at the same time, you know the Holy Ghost broke out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So, so, you know, if you want to burn your rubbers or whatever, that's up to you. Somebody's got to clean the parking lot up, and you got your own insurance. But you know what? The Holy Ghost said it, it's going to be all right. I said it's going to be all right. Hey man, you poked that car. You know some of you the trucks. I thought about some of you. I'd get in the back of that truck, man. This is my this is my worshiping grounds today. This is my hallelujah grounds today. Hallelujah! And the devil can't do nothing about it. I come to love and worship because I believe in this God that He's going to help us because He's got the keys. I want to go now to Revelations 1, 17 and eighteen. It's, it's John the Revelator. Amen. You got to remember what all he went through. And now here in John, Revelations 1, 17, 18, he said, When I saw him talking about Jesus Christ, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Now watch this. And have the keys of hell and of death. Hallelujah. I'm glad to know him today that he's got the keys. Hallelujah. And of this situation. Hallelujah. He can lock the doors or he can open doors. There's not a door that he can't unlock. And there's not a door that he can't shut and lock that no man or the devil can't open. Job, when you go to Job, I'm going to use a few scriptures out of there. The first one comes from, he says, let God speak. Amen. In Job 11 to 10, you're talking about God. Amen. If God cut off or if God shuts up or if God gathers together, then who can hinder him? 
Amen. When God gets ready to cut this thing off, it doesn't matter what all the speculations everybody else says. When God gets ready to cut it off, honey, it's going to be cut off. Hallelujah. But until then, nobody's going to come up with a remedy. And hot weather's not going to do it. Cold weather's not going to do it. Nothing else. But you know who can? God can. Through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's the one. That's it, brother. Rip it up, man. God bless you. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God's good, isn't he? God's good. Hallelujah. As we gather here to love and worship and magnify the Lord, I tell you, God's working for us. He's going to break up some violent ground. He's going to touch some lives. He's going to help us. Hallelujah. My, my, my. I hope y'all are excited in that car as I'm out here. Woo! I know you don't have the room I got. About three or four weeks of this, you may have to buy some new floor mats. Rub the hole in them. Praise God. You got something to be excited about. That's for sure. Job 12 and 7. This is Job's response. Amen. To that 11th chapter. Behold, he breaketh down and he cannot be built again. He shutteth up a man and there can be no opening. This is the power, the authority that God's got. There's some things that, you know what? He just didn't give it to man. Not to any man. But he gave it to the believers. He gave it to true worshipers. And you know what? We'll activate this authority. We'll activate this power. We can see miraculous and wonderful things to begin to take place. Hallelujah. Watch this. John 6, 4, and 5 says, Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. He could there do no mighty works, save that he lay hands on a few sick folks and heal them. Now, I brought that scripture out for a purpose, for a reason. We don't want to get caught up in those that just don't believe. We want to get caught up in them, amen, that believe that God can do something for us and help us, amen, in this hour. So we're going to make, we have confessed, amen, we make confession, hallelujah, that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world. We make confession, amen, that he can heal all diseases and afflictions. We made the confession, amen, that he's our strength. Hallelujah, he's our pillar, he's our helper. We make this confession so we're not going to fall into that. But we're going to hold on, amen, to doing what God has taught us. The Lord appeared to Solomon, the Bible says, by night, which could likely mean darkness. And he said unto him, I have heard thy prayers and have chosen this place to be myself, to myself for an house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven and there is no rain and we know that he did and we know that he used one man to pray to shut it up. God could have shut it up all by himself but he moved upon a prophet and told him to pray and shut up the heavens for three and a half months. I mean for three and a half years. Hallelujah. Then he moved upon the man of God after three and a half years and told him to pray again. Now God didn't have to do that but he did. And the man prayed and this man was like passion just like you and I but he prayed believing and God opened up the heavens and poured out the rain. So you watch this. Amen. As it begins to unfold. He says that the heavens there be no rain or if I command the locusts to devour the land in Africa it's dealing with that today. Locusts is devouring their land. We need to pray for them. We need to pray for our missionaries. Amen. It's in that part of the country that God would keep them and bless them and help them. Amen. To go in the right direction to handle that situation in a way that would be pleasing unto the Lord. He goes on and says if I, if I send pestilence among my people. If my people which are called by my name. Anybody know the name? Anybody willing to be called by his name? We, 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 we willing to suffer for his name's sake. Hallelujah. We believe in his name. Hallelujah. My people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then, then, watch this, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their lands. Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend to what the prayers amen that's made in this place. What I'm trying to get us to understand because James taught us, he says watch this amen a fervent prayer what of a righteous man availeth much. So I want to bring us to the understanding something here. Effectual means intense. Hell without, with not wavering. It's, 
energized by the Spirit. Hallelujah. There's a hand of God and the power of God that moves upon that. When you go to the book of Acts, the 14th chapter, you're going to see there that how that Paul and Barnabas made their way back to Antioch. And there when they made their ways back there after visiting other places, hallelujah, and he came in to talk about the grace of God and the work that was fulfilled through them. And then he says in the 27th verse, when they were come and had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them. And now watch this. Don't miss this. And how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. The door of faith has been opened unto us. The devil can't close it. No man can close it. If you're a Gentile and you believe, I'm telling you, the door of faith is open to us. Hallelujah. And it don't have to take all the world. But if he said, if I can get two or three, the degree on earth is touching one thing. I'm telling you, God don't have to have everybody. If he can take one man to pray, one man to close up the heavens and open up the heavens, he can take a few or two or three gathered together in his name and pray and close up a door that no man can close up and make a way when nobody else can make a way. Why do you think God had to create himself an old lamb? Woo! Ah, I'm excited about this, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. People, i tell you what, people's taking nerve pills, and I understand that. If you didn't have Jesus, I'd be on nerve pills. I'd be looking for something to help me out. But thank God for the one that's a peace of our heart, the peace of our minds that has guided us through this stuff. Yeah. Hallelujah. Y'all just have to overlook me sometimes. I don't know what time it is. Oh, nobody in a hurry? Everybody good? All the kids doing good? I know they don't understand. We used to come in and getting out and going and building. How to, sorry, baby, to change, hopefully, prayerfully. That's what we're here for. That's what we're believing for. Amen. I'll tell you what, your president's depending on us. He didn't call that national day of prayer for nothing. <laughs> let's, let's, let's honor it. You know what? I believe God will honor it. We'll do our part. He'll, 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 he'll fulfill his. Amen. I, I'm getting close. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get close here. Praise God. <laughs> Watch this. Deuteronomy 1 and 27, Moses' writings are to the people of Israel. He makes this statement. Please don't take this out of context, what I'm trying to say here. He said, he mumbered in your tents. He brings it to their attention. He said, hey, God, God heard you mumbling in your tents. If you believe that God could hear a mumbling in the tents, how many of you believe he can hear your prayers? How many of you believe he receives your worshiping in your tents? Just because you weren't able to come to this, this facility and go in the building. But in your own personal tent. How if this God can hear my murmuring? He can surely hear my praise. He can surely hear my prayer. So that's what I'm trying to tell us here. Hallelujah. If we believe that God can hear murmuring. Surely he can hear me when I call on his name. Surely he can hear me when I worship him. Hallelujah. With my own family. When I've taken my own family room. Hallelujah. Instead of making an entertainment center for the flesh. I'm making an entertainment room. Amen. For God Almighty. Hallelujah. I can't go to the house of God, but I can gather with my family. And as we together as a body of Christ, worships them together at the same time. And we can see a move of God. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Watch this, folks. Matthew talks about the talents, five, two, and one. Everybody can pray. Everybody's got one talent. Everybody can pray. We ain't trying to be fancy. We're not trying to follow none of them. We're just going to pray good old country, old-fashioned prayers in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we can bring the power of God, the glory of God, the Shekinah presence of God will move on our behalf. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> All right. Take it to Acts 12 chapter. <laughs> Praise God. What happened there? Herod. 
know, he jumped out there, man, he just beheads James. It pleased the people of the Jews so well, he reaches out there and gets a hold of Peter. But it's too close to Easter now, so he has to just lock him up. What happens? Church. The church begins to pray. And the Bible says without ceasing. Let me tell you something. Can it help us out a little bit here? Now, everybody hadn't, hadn't received this benefit yet. It might before it's over with. But some of you got more time than you ever had. <laughs> what you going to do with your time now? What you going to do in your ticket? <laughs> Where are you going to spend it? Don't spend it on, and I'm not against this. I'm not against this. If you want to do extra things at your house and getting some things done, some honeydews, get after it. But please don't take the extra time that God gave you. And you're going to use it for everything else except spending some extra time praying to God and calling on the Lord and spending time in the Word of God. Hallelujah. The very excuse a lot of people say, I just don't have time. Well, guess what? God's given us some time. I said God's given us the devil. giving the devil so much stupid credit. God's given us some time, hallelujah, to spend with your family and spend with one another and reveal some fellowships and companionship because a strong family makes a strong church. Woo! We need to be like old Joseph. Y'all meant evil out of it. Y'all meant destruction out of it. But God had a different intent. That's what's going to happen with this if we just believe him. Hallelujah. The, devil's, the, the devil may be trying to parade and have a good time. But I'm going to tell you what. God's sitting there saying, ain't going to happen. I got some believers down there. I got some that's going to call on me. I got some that's going to believe in me. Hallelujah. And I'm going to take those few, if it is a few. Hallelujah. The Marines talk about we just need a few good men. A lot of time our special forces. Did you know our special forces most of the time send four men? Four. Not a great army, not a great host, but most of the time they send four into foreign countries and places. Hallelujah, special forces. If it's ever been a time that God's calling on special forces, hallelujah, it's this day and time and generation, in this end time, hallelujah, that we're going to spend time loving and worshiping and magnifying the Lord. The singers are going to get ready. I'm about through here and we're just going to let you, hallelujah, you can worship God. We're going to let them sing. Hallelujah, to their heart's content. Hallelujah, to your heart's content. Anybody going to believe it today? Anybody going to leave here with a different attitude or different spirit? Anybody going to go home and say, you know what? I'm not going to mummer my tent. I'm going to love and worship God. I'm going to call on his name. I'm going to trust him to protect me. I'm going to touch not just me. Hallelujah. I'm not just praying for us. I went and looked. So far still in George County. Glory be to God. It's not, we're not better than any other county by any measure whatsoever. But God, we're praying. We're asking for your mercy, your grace, your compassion. I got a first cousin that's working in the George County Hospital. And, and they kind of let us know that, amen, this is one of the fearful things, is being overrun, over-bombarded. You know what? Our commitment by obeying the things that we can, just like what we're doing here this morning, keeping separated. We don't want to contaminate nobody. We don't want to be accused of it. We don't want to be accused of it. Hallelujah. But at the same time, it's going to be our prayers and supplication and dedication to this almighty God that created the heavens and the earth. <laughs> Ain't this beautiful? Ain't this beautiful? Just, just look up. Your creator created this. Spoke it all into existence. He could speak to that old virus. Amen. Bam. It's over with. It's a done deal. 
Hallelujah. But I prayed for nothing but the will of God. Come on. That's what he told us. He said, when he told us, how do you want us to pray? Our Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We need to be praying the Father's will in this. And we would endure and go through the struggles and the battles without mummy and complaining and come out on the other side that the glory might be unto the living God and to the only wise God and the only saving name called Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless these singers. Sing. God bless you. Caught the drummer outside. Love God best you can. Stay close to your vehicles. Don't want to get out fine. Get too hot. Crank them up. You're not bothering us. I'm sure the sound overpower. Just crank it up. You ain't going to bother us. God bless you. Jesus said Jesus said Believe on me Believe on me Scripture said Scripture said Out of your belly Out of your belly Out of your belly Out of your belly Top of my head to the soles of my feet. I felt spirit moving all over me. Church was on fire. The Holy Ghost. It was all over me. I've got the river. You've got the river. I've got the river. You've got the river. If you don't believe, I've been redeemed. Follow me down to the Jordan stream. Stepped in the water, water was cold. Chilled my body, but not my soul. Follow me down. I stepped in that chilly water. When I prayed through, church was on fire. Holy Ghost moved from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I felt the spirit moving all over me. The parking lot was on fire. The Holy Ghost moved from car to car. believe I've been redeemed. Follow me down to the Jordan stream. Stepped in the water. Water was cold. Chilled my body but not my soul. Follow me down. I stepped in that troubled water. I felt the spirit moving all over me.
your belly. Superstore, somebody says, remember when that coronavirus come through? Remember when that first Jesus name church was out there in the parking lot? Woo! They were slinging their head around like they were crazy. Woo! They were out there rejoicing while everybody else in the world is fighting this coronavirus. He cut a little shut up. But you know what? There was a man of God out there preaching the truth. And that was the only time I've ever heard a man of God tell me what I needed to do to be saved. You should have been there when I prayed through. Church was on fire. Holy Ghost moved from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I felt the Spirit moving all over me. The parking lot's on fire. The Holy Ghost is moving from car to car. stream, stepped in the water, water was cold, till my body but not my soul, where I was buried in the precious name of Jesus, he washed my sins away, I got the river, you've got the river, I've got the river, Anybody enjoying yourself? Anybody feel the Lord? Isn't it great to feel the presence of the Lord here today? Amen. Upon our hearts, our lives. This is uplifting. This is encouraging. This is what to see us through, folks. Let's pray for one another. Let's keep one another in mind. Let's keep our, our, our neighbors, our county, our state, our nation, our world in prayer. That God's hand would move on our behalf. Rivers of living waters. Come on, folks. That's what we need. 
That's what they need. You see, we need the nourishment for the bodies, and that's a big concern. But what about the nourishment for the soul and the spiritual part? It's, it's, it's more important when it's all said and done. It's more important. And so, love you. Appreciate you. You can just drive off. <laughs> wave. Blow your hands. Uh, I thought about, you know, they take boats and christen them, you know. I thought about, you know, getting up here and drive through the drive through for a little oil on everybody's vehicles. They walk by and pray for them. God keep them. God protect them. You know, because you know what? God loves us. He cares about us. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you.